NAPSA's plan for the year to come is we want to bring students back into the thriving face-to-face aspect of NAPSA and reignite the excitement and experiences you get for becoming a NAPSA member. We've released scholarships that give our members the chance to get out to events that they wouldn't normally be able to attend and there will be plenty more throughout the year for our members. We want to bring our student engagement back and mainly by working heavily with Zaneb and her Congress Organising Committee at CASPA in Canberra and bring back our face-to-face NAPSA Congresses this year in January. So that will be such an exciting event for our students. Hi, I'm Flynn Swift, student pharmacist and president of the National Australian Pharmacy Students Association. And you're listening to the Pharmacy Business and Career Network podcast. Welcome to the Pharmacy Business and Career Network podcast, brought to you by the Pharmacy Guild of Australia. Focusing on pharmacy management and ownership, the PBCN podcast supports the improvement and growth of your business performance with insights and advice from a range of industry professionals. The PBCN podcast, supporting your journey every step of the way. The National Australian Pharmacy Students Association, or NAPSA, represents students from 17 universities nationwide studying either an undergraduate or postgraduate pharmacy program. NAPSA is committed to advocating for Australian pharmacy students to ensure their future is prosperous and their status, rights and privileges are protected. Today, we're speaking with Flynn Swift, newly elected president of NAPSA's board, who is currently in his third year of a Bachelor of Pharmacy Honours at the Queensland University of Technology in Brisbane. In today's episode, we chat about the year ahead and what's changed in the world of student and intern pharmacists. Here's Flynn. Flynn, welcome to the show and thanks for joining us today. First off, congratulations for being elected the NAPSA president for the 2022-23 term. It's a great achievement. I'm really excited to hear more from you about your ideas and vision for NAPSA over the next 12 months as you are president. But it'd be great if you could start by maybe just telling us a little bit about yourself, maybe what makes you tick uh, and why you wanted to be NAPSA president. Why did you put your hand up for the job? Thanks so much for having me. I'm a 22-year-old from Brisbane in Queensland, and I'm currently in my third year of university at QUT. So what I enjoy is I enjoy playing and watching pretty much any type of sport, specifically rugby, touch, TRL, anything really. And I guess that's where I've gotten my competitive nature from. Back in my first year of uni, I joined my local association, Cute Spot. Uh, as their NAPSA liaison. And from there on, I just loved being a part of a bigger student voice and by advocating and giving opportunities to all of our students. So I guess that's pretty much where I started with wanting to become the NAPSA president. From there on, I just slowly worked my way up through the ranks through two years of being the IPSF contact person for NAPSA, representing Australia internationally, pretty much. And this year, I thought, I guess it's my best chance to go. I'm still in uni. I know what I'm doing. I've been around NAPSA for a while. And yeah, (laughs) they're on. Very good. And and what sort of person are you? How would you describe yourself? Are you energetic, outspoken? Are you more behind the scenes? How do you describe yourself? So I would say that I am pretty energetic and outspoken. I do like to raise my hand for stuff. I like to speak my mind. I like to let people know what's going on and, and what I think as well. But I'm also very inclusive. So I like to I like to hear other people's stories, other people's ideas, and I'm very open to including them into my own path as well as supporting else with their journey. 
Well, Flynn, I've done a fair bit of tutoring at university across management and marketing units. And one of the complaints is always the people in my group aren't very nice. They're not doing what they're supposed to be doing. You, Flynn, at university with that sort of attitude sound like the perfect team group work member. I like the team group scenarios. I like getting everyone on track and it's always good at the end of the day, getting a great result with a great group of people. And, you know, I try and motivate my team as much as possible that there is an end goal and that we can do it if we're all on track and we're all helping each other. Flynn, you've held the position for only a month or so now, but you have hit the ground running, having already helped put together an important event, the virtual student summit, which was held last month in July. Why are those sorts of events important in terms of what students get out of it? The virtual summit is pretty much a deep dive into everything community pharmacy. Like pharmacy is an ever-expanding healthcare profession. And in the past couple of years, it's blown up, which makes it and like pretty much an exciting time to be a young pharmacist entering the profession. Like with the increased scope of practice and what students want, most mostly being the pay rate. So this creates more opportunity available in ownership for early career pharmacists. And I guess that's what the virtual summit is all about. The student summit has three workshops, which all tailor into becoming a pharmacy owner with panels of highly recognized pharmacists with a great insight on how they became owners. And it also is a great chance for students to ask any awkward questions that they wouldn't really feel comfortable asking their own bosses or anyone like that. And I'd also like to give a big shout out to our very own Napster treasurer, Georgia Bridges. She's facilitating the myth busting in community pharmacy workshop, and it's going to be such a great event. Flynn, our listeners might remember from way back in episode 81 of the podcast when we welcomed the 2021-22 NAPSA president, Verity Bowstead, and Verity told us about what NAPSA does, its history, and some of the key events and campaigns throughout the year that are undertaken. But I thought for you it might be a good opportunity for you to tell us what NAPSA has coming up in the year ahead while you're president. NAPSA's plan for the year to come is we want to bring students back into the thriving face-to-face aspect of NAPSA and reignite the excitement and experiences you get for becoming a NAPSA member. We've released scholarships that give our members the chance to get out to events that they wouldn't normally be able to attend, and there will be plenty more throughout the year for our members. We want to bring our student engagement back, and mainly by working heavily with Zaneb, and her Congress Organising Committee at CASPA in Canberra and bring back our face-to-face NAPSA Congresses this year in January. So that will be such an exciting event for our students um, to all meet up in Canberra because in the past couple of years, it's always been online. Our students who are in the current cohort, they haven't really had the experience of a face-to-face NAPSA Congress. So I feel like getting them out there and getting them to interact with each other making connections that honestly, they will be bringing them throughout their, the rest of their pharmacy career. Sounds amazing. It will be great definitely to get people together again. And like you said, those sorts of connections that you make with people are things that you carry forward right throughout your career. Flynn, beyond the duties each board member carries out, I'm wondering about what you, Flynn, bring to the role individually. We heard a little bit about it earlier on, but what are your sort of 
personal priorities in this role or, or, or passions that are really driving you in this role that you bring and, and how do you think you might advocate for those sorts of things as you represent your members? I think what I can personally bring to the presidential table for NAPSA is a lot of experience. As I said, I've been on the board for two years now as the International Pharmaceutical Students Federation contact person for NAPSA. I've watched other associations grow and revert back to that face-to-face culture. I'm a leader, whether it may be by example or behind closed doors, pushing our team to be the greatest and expanding their comfort zones. When I started my NAPSA journey at my local branch, all I wanted was for our uni to get the most out of their degree because at the end of the day, it's going to be your career. It's an investment in your life. And I want our students to get every single dollar's worth of their degree. And NAPSA is such a great avenue for students to do that through. You and all your fellow NAPSA board members, you only have 12 months in your respective roles. It's not a very big amount of time by any stretch of the imagination. If you could fast forward 12 months down the track and and look back at your term, what would you like to say you would have achieved? What does success look like for you at the end of those 12 months? What I want to achieve, and I think the current board can agree on me with this, is we want our students to be invested into NAPSA as much as possible, as it's one of the best ways for students that they can connect with other pharmacy students just like them around the country. Uh, We hope to have increased student engagement tenfold by the end of our term, and most importantly, continue developing our relationships with our local branches. And I think that the past NAPSA board have done such an amazing job in creating such great momentum for us to continue. Last year, well, from the 2021-22 term, Verity mainly pushed creating that and local branches as well as the advisory council relationship. And I think that's such a great way to develop that momentum and just bring it into with taking in all of our students because they are what we are here for. We are nothing without our students. You take away the name badges, you take away the NAPSA tags. We are all just students at the end of the day and we all want the best for each other. It's a great attitude, Flynn. Looking back on the last couple of years, we all know that the pandemic has played a huge part in changing how we all live and work and study. And you mentioned that across those two years, like pretty much everyone else, all NAPSA's sort of get-togethers and summits and work has had to be virtual. What are you hearing from pharmacy students about the profession and how it's evolving as we, for want of a better phrase, sort of learn to live with COVID and move out of two years worth of hard lockdowns and restrictions? Students have had it tough the past two years with COVID from transitioning to online learning, as well as having to pick up extra work hours to cover the increased demand that pharmacies have experienced as well. Like it's been tough. It's been really tough time for students. And I believe that in the coming years, it's only, it's going to become so much sweeter for us with a constant development in scope of practice and the current beaming light shining over the pay rates and bringing them into question. In the coming years for students today, we will be experienced and they'll be heading into such a great profession. I think you make an important point there because like you said, it's been tough and it's only going to get better as your words, it's gonna get sweeter. But I think going through something so difficult, a lot of people haven't been through something so difficult and had to learn how to deal with it, how to adjust, 
how to work with other people in stressful situations, build resilience. And as early career pharmacists, it's going to stand you uh, in great stead as you go forward. So well done on getting through it. Now, we spoke before about the virtual summit, and I understand that the sessions were recorded for anyone who missed it. And we're going to include a link in the session recordings in the show notes at guild.org.au. But Flynn, are there any other resources that you want to point out for our listeners? For our students, definitely signing up to the Guild Student Membership. If the students in attendance aren't already a member, they offer so much. So if you're a student listening today, yeah, definitely check it out because it's well worth it. Flynn, what do you reckon is the best thing about being part of NAPSA? Not for you personally as as the president, but just generally speaking, what would you say is the best thing about being a part of NAPSA? Definitely the experience you get and the contacts you make with people from around the country. It doesn't get any better than that personally. And for those pharmacy students listening who aren't part of NAPSA, we won't hold that against them. But tell us what membership includes and how they can get involved in all things NAPSA. NAPSA not only gives students a way of sourcing cheap AMHs, which is what local branches sell, and the incredible NAPSA Congress, but we give our members a lifetime of memories and experience that I don't that I honestly don't think any other student association can offer. We give our students the opportunities to experience international pharmacy through IPSF and continue student advocacy past NAPSA. We give our students a bigger voice to change the industry as we are the future of pharmacy. That's what becoming a NAPSA member offers. And I would recommend to any student out there that hasn't gotten in contact with their local branch to definitely do so because even NAPSA alone offers certain experiences, but even just getting in contact with your local branch and meeting student pharmacists alike in your own university, it helps so much with your degree and it can further progress your own studies. And I would also probably guess, it's been a while since I've been at university and I didn't move away to go to university, but I would guess that those people that are moving to attend a pharmacy degree somewhere that being in contact with the NAPSA local branch and all the members actually provides a really good support group? Yeah, exactly. So let's say if you're going from Queensland to Victoria and you're in contact with your local branch, you've been to NAPSA events, you've probably met half of the people that are studying in Victoria and it's a good transition to get into your local branch. Flynn, sometimes on the podcast, we finish off with a little bit of fun, our fast five segment. They're just five rapid fire questions that are really, like I said, they're just a little bit of fun. You up for that? Yeah, okay, if I go through these ones? Yeah, I'm more than happy to. All right, let's go. Imagine, Flynn, you're hosting a dinner party. That's what old people do for fun these days, right? They have people over for dinner. And you can invite anyone of your choosing from anywhere around the world who's coming. Honestly, it might sound dumb but i'm bringing Bowden barrett from the all blacks just because he's got his mindset is crazy and i just want to learn more about from him what's your all-time favorite movie over the hedge is that a cartoon yes it has to be one of the best ones all right i'll have to ask the kids about that one what about your most memorable holiday going to rwanda in 2019 why was it memorable what did you get up to in rwanda I think what made it so memorable in Rwanda was the experiences that I had there, very unlike anything that I've experienced in Australia. Excellent. Number four, where do you see yourself in five years? Probably still studying, whether it be extending my pharmacy degree or 
diving into another healthcare profession. That's, I think, where I'd see myself. Very good. Last one. What is the best advice you have been given or maybe the worst advice that you never took? Probably the worst advice that I never took was probably keep playing rugby. (laughs) I feel like that was by my dad. I feel like that was the worst advice that I never took because I was getting injured every single game. Yeah. And I just, it just wasn't a good lifestyle for me. So I think that's the worst advice I have never taken. I played rugby and I, I tell people I enjoyed whacking blokes, but I didn't really enjoy getting whacked much myself. Oh, so Exactly. <laughs> Flynn, great to have you on the show and always great to get an update on the NAPSA front. And so on that point, if people want to stay up to date or learn more about NAPSA, what can they do? Where can they go? Definitely if you are a student, have a talk to your local branch and get in conversation with them to sign up because once you do sign up to your local branch, you pretty much are a NAPSA member from there. Flynn Swift, NAPSA president, thank you so much for joining us on the show today and best of luck for your term. Thank you so much. It's going to be such a great year for NAPSA. I can already see it now. Flynn Swift, congratulations again for being elected NAPSA president for the 2022-23 term. And thank you so much for coming on the show and helping us get to know you and understand the work that NAPSA is doing. Great to hear from Flynn about his hopes and plans for the coming year. The Pharmacy Guild was principal sponsor of the National Australian Pharmacy Students Association Summit and is dedicated to supporting new and emerging pharmacy owners and developing new leaders in community pharmacy. The Guild aims to equip early career pharmacists with pathways, skills, tools and professional networks needed to be leaders in the primary healthcare system and owners of community pharmacies. This year's virtual student summit provided students of all year levels with greater insight into community pharmacy, the ability to practice to full scope, to lead innovation, and be an integral part of the community and patient health outcomes. If you missed the summit, there's a link to the recorded sessions in the show notes. I've been your host, Daniel Oyston, and you've been listening to episode 103 of the PBCN Podcast. The PBCN Podcast, supporting your journey every step of the way. For more resources, to access support or advice, or to view this episode's show notes, visit guild.org.au.